0: fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever and with fishing booker you can experience it too no matter where you are discover your next adventure on fishing booker
1: this podcast is brought to you by midland radio usa your leader in overlanding and off-roading communications Also, join the brigade at truckbrigade.com, the best of the best for off road and overlanding gear. And Rigid Industries Off Road Lighting, own the night with Rigid. Welcome to the Anderson Overland Podcast. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Anderson Overland Podcast. Man, what a crazy uh, time it has been the last couple of weeks with this uh, absolutely crazy war and just, I don't know, what happened to COVID? Where'd COVID go? Who knows? Uh, apparently, he uh, he clocked out and uh, had his way with us and um, scammed us all and decided to leave. So uh, yeah, absolute BS. I'm totally sick of all of it. And here we are, uh, just about to get into world war three with a pissant president. So lovely. Anyways, I'm not going to get political or, uh, get all crazy on you guys, but, uh, that's what I think. And, um, you can figure out the rest. So anyways, today we're going to talk about all the mods that I have done to our, our forerunner. Um, I've owned, I think this is the third Forerunner that I've owned. I've owned a Tacoma, two Tundras, the FJ cruiser, which I know I've said in the past, but man, that is the best vehicle I've owned ever, and I regret every moment of it not being in my hands anymore. But you know, it is what it is. Nor here, nor there. Oh well. So, anyways, yeah, the Forerunner is an awesome and very capable vehicle, and I uh, I've been just endlessly impressed by its capabilities and where it's been able to take us, and the. Uh, it's just fun. It's just a fun truck to drive, Um, SUV, whatever you want to call it. Like I said, I've owned three of them. I had a 91 4Runner when I first got married and um, I loved that truck very much. It was very capable and all three 4Runners that I've had have been pretty good. I had a 2000 uh, Limited that I didn't really like that much. It was all right, but the uh, third gen 4Runner that I have now is has, has been by far the best one. And it's right up there with the FJ. I love that thing. And, um, you know, there's just some things that you want to do to upgrade these trucks and make them, you know, fit your lifestyle and, and what you're looking to do with them. And, you know, obviously with the overlanding community, I was looking to get out and off road and camp and, and be gone for days on end and out, out in the wilderness. And and I need a vehicle that's going to be reliable and that's going to perform. And the Forerunner has done just that. So I'm going to go over a list of things that I've done to my 4Runner. I know that uh, a lot of you guys have done a lot of stuff to your vehicles, and I just figure that you know maybe this would help you guys if you're thinking about doing stuff. Maybe help you guys with uh, the decision to purchase or maybe not to purchase things. I, I have definitely purchased things that I that I regret, <laughs> and and things that I wish I had. You know that you know after being out so much you know, you, you kind of come across things and you're like, man, that would be awesome. Or this just this sucked and you know, a complete waste of money. But the things that I have narrowed it down to that I love and that have worked great for us. So number one, suspension, suspension is pretty dang important. I mean, when you're out on these roads, the last thing you want to do is just to keep getting just hammered by these trails and, you know, your back all jacked up and just bounced around. You know that, that I think it's Ace Ventura when, when, uh, Jim Carrey's riding that defender around and (laughs) the road's not really bumpy, but he's like acting like he's getting sloshed around inside this cab. You don't want to be doing that. And suspension is a big, a big part of it. I swear by icon suspension. I've run Rancho. I've run RCD. I've run, you know, the bilstein stuff i really enjoy the bilstein product actually they they make some really good coilover products for the forerunners and the the tundras and, and tacomas but i prefer uh icon i just i they've been tried and true and i've put these these things through hell and back i've had no issues whatsoever you know i I can't say I've had no issues. I, I've had issues that were, that were due to a previous owner, not maintaining a piece of suspend of the suspension. I should say, if it would have been maintained properly, they wouldn't have, have any issues at all. But I had a trailing arm that, uh, that came apart and it was just because the person wasn't lubing it. It wasn't adjusted right. And, it, you know, I think if 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 you maintain your vehicles and you you take care of them, you're, you're going to have no issues. And, you know, obviously stuff's going to happen, but I can honestly say that I've never had any issues that have been, you know, since I've installed my suspension systems myself and have used these icon systems on my trucks. So I put a a stage four on the Tundra and I, I have a stage two on the Forerunner and I had like a stage six or seven on the. FJ at one time and uh, you know a combination of things, kind of a hybrid stage four, stage six or seven on the on the uh, FJ, but the stage two on the Forerunner has been great, and I, I upgraded it to the Overland Springs in the back. I have the stage two coilovers in the front, and I haven't even had them rebuilt yet. They've been probably been on there for at least three or four years now, and I need to have them rebuilt because they're just getting a little, uh, getting to the point where I need to maintain them. And you're probably supposed to do it a little often, more often, but that's a testament to how much these things are, uh, you know, just bulletproof and how reliable they are. Um, so yeah, I use the icon stage two coilover system for the forerunner. They're adjustable. You know, you can, you can adjust the spring rate and whatever you want to do with them they're they're great so they they push the forerunner up about i don't know realistically about two inches in lift um not too much but not not too little it's just just enough to uh get over everything that i've ever wanted to get over and i've been on some of the gnarliest trails if you guys have listened to the podcast for a while you know some of the areas that we've been in how sketchy some of them are if you've been there yourself and i've never damaged the truck i don't know how uh knock on wood i guess i better knock on wood <laughs> But I've been on some pretty crazy trails and and some offshoots uh, over in Lake Havasu, as a matter of fact, recently that I totally thought I was going to jack the truck and uh, put a hole in it. And I've never, ever had an issue. So it it clears things just fine. Um, Another addition to the suspension that I felt was important was a front bumper. We went with the Domello off-road front bumper. They make an aluminum bumper. I think it's like 60 pounds or something. It's crazy light. Very, very, very tough, indestructible. Um, you know, I've had people that be like, oh, you know, if if you hit something or somebody hits you, a thing's gonna be, you know, a pile of rubble, it's just gonna be, you know, all dented in and ruined and just it's not gonna do anything for you. I've seen people hit these things with pretty good force and it has not done really anything to them. So I would say that the aluminum bumpers are pretty dang strong and I believe in them and you know, that's what we've been using. And I had them put a custom hoop. They, you can buy them with like the three hoop or like a single hoop. I got a single hoop short custom one made. I don't like the big tall hoops coming off the top of the bumper. I just don't like the way it looks. So I had them do like a low profile and then leave everything the same uh, other than just that low profile. So it just has one single low profile uh, uh, bar that goes or hoop that goes across the top. But yeah, Domello off road. You can check them out. Online, it's uh, Domello, D-E-M-E-L-L-O-offroad.com. Super awesome people over there. I think the guy's name's Joe. Um, call him and tell him that Anderson Overland sent you. But yeah, the Domello bumper is great. It's got locations for uh, slots for, for your winch, uh, mounts for your winch and for lighting. And they've got little um, prefabbed holes for turning signals and, and stuff. So it's a pretty good, good package. They've definitely gone up in price re- recently. I've seen just because of of the price of everything, obviously. But the uh, the Domello front bumpers is is a awesome awesome addition and just adds a really good look to your vehicle too. It's not only functional, but the the look of it is great. Um, in addition to that, I put in the um, the Domello sliders. Actually, they have the hybrid sliders. I really like the way those look, and those have been great. Actually, helps with getting in and out of the truck and just gives you a little bit of extra protection. And one thing that, you know, that is funny, you know, you, you want sliders to protect you from rocks and from, from terrain that's kind of sticking out on trails and things, um, you know, brush and, and stuff like that. But one thing that I found that's been an addition, additional feature is it keeps people from slamming their doors into you at the grocery store. (laughs) I, I end up parking out in the back 40 anyways, but I've I found that these, uh, rock sliders that Domelic may, Domelo makes, uh, have been really good for that as well. So, so I have definitely, uh, seen people open their doors into the vehicle and it's hit the, the slider bars and, and I uh, didn't do a thing to the, to the truck. So next on the list is a winch. You know, I've, I've had people tell me, like, man, I've I've never used my winch, and you know, it's a waste of money. And you know, recovery gear is like that high risk, low frequency kind of thing. You know, do I really need one? You know what? I would not want to be without one when I needed one. And I bought the Smitty Built X O two generation two um winch. It's a twelve thousand. And I've honestly, never had to use it for myself to get myself out of a situation, but I've used it for other people to get other people out of situations. And it's been great. Um, it's, it's been, you know, something I've used up at our our property, up at the ranch and, you know, pulling down trees and all sorts of stuff. And it's, it's worked pretty good. There's been some things that it hasn't done that I think I just wasn't set up right for, but 90% 90% of what I've asked that thing to do, it's done and it's, it's had no issues whatsoever. Everybody's like, Oh, Smittybilt, you want to get a worn, you know, or, or something like that. Smittybilt's you know, low ball or, you know, bottom of the barrel quality. I have had nothing but great luck with Smittybilt stuff other than their tent, the rooftop tent. And I'll get into that also, but the, the winch has been great. So I have the uh, Smittybilt XO2 winch, 12,000 pound and, It's awesome. So next on the list that I've done is lighting. I know that a lot of you guys see our posts all the time for rigid. Yes, we're uh, we represent and, and are an ambassador for rigid industries lighting and they take great care of us. I have definitely used the knockoff brands and there's been some that have worked really good and there's some that haven't. And there's been people that have called me and been like, dude, I don't have the money to spend on rigids. What would you recommend in, in place of that? You know, uh, uh, another option. And yeah, you know, you you can get other lights and things that are similar. Maybe they have the same, you know, lumens or, or uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe they have the same wiring harnesses or different wiring harnesses that might might even be better, I don't know, but the Rigid Industries product is second to none. The quality of the the cases, the 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 LED drivers, the vibration dampening, the the beam patterns are awesome. And I have used Rigid now for a long time and I swear by those things. And if you have the money, I would say get them. If you don't, you know, if you don't have a budget for them, then don't get something else. That's a little bit lower, lower end. And, uh, you know, go with that, do with, do what's in your budget. Don't, don't, uh, just buy stuff just cause you want to, you know, keep up with the Joneses, but you also get what you pay for. Just like Toyota. I feel the same way with Toyota. I'm not going to buy a Ford. I'm not going to buy a freaking Nissan. I'm not going to buy, uh, you know, um, a Chevy or a GMC, uh, even though I, I honestly do like the GMC and Chevy product. Um, but I will not buy anything else but Toyota if I don't have to, the, the Tundra is a little disappointing that they haven't come out with a, uh, a higher towing capacity and, you know, a, a diesel or a hybrid, uh, diesel or something. But, you know, uh, the new Tundra just came out. I don't know what to think about it. I think it is a hybrid. Maybe they just came out with, I don't know. It's a V six. supercharged or turbocharged, whatever it is. I think it's supercharged. And, uh, you know, I haven't driven one. I can't really make a a claim about how it is or not yet, but, um, the Tundras that I had were great. They're strong trucks, a little bit big for trails. I, I loved my Tundra, but there are some things that I didn't love about it. And, and one of them was, uh, the cost of fuel to fill the thing. One of them was how large it was on trails and, you know, the the biggest thing for me, honestly, was was uh, the towing capacity and the capability uh, as far as that goes. So, anyways, you know, to each their own. But uh, I got rid of the Tundra and and the Forerunner has been great. So, anyways, yeah, the lighting that I use for for from Rigid is the SAE driving fog. It's a sixty degree by four degree high a uh, light bar and it's awesome because it'll project out super far, but it's a low and below the eye level. So you can, you can drive with it on the road. It's, it's legal to have on highways and stuff because it doesn't blind people and it's very effective in fog. I've used it numerous times when we lived in big bear going up and down the three thirty and across the 18 through the Arctic circle when it's been all fogged in and crazy at night. And I have <laughs> posted videos that are like unbelievable, of how much it will cut through the fog and dust and stuff. So I, I'm telling you guys, you get what you pay for that, that SAE fog bar, the, uh, the rigid driving light bar is incredible there. They have also, uh, driving, um, like the fog pods, which are super awesome too. Same, same lens, same capability, just a little bit smaller application. But yeah, and then I have the Radiance 40 inch that I'm just about to install in the Forerunner that I just got from Rigid that they just sent me, and um, I'm super stoked on the Radiance bars. Those are those are a great product too. So definitely check that stuff out. Go to rigidindustries.com, thumb through some of their products, and let me know what you think. We've got an awesome YouTube video actually that we put up a couple years ago um, using a bunch of different um, lens types and and models from Rigid obviously they've got new products since then, but you can kind of see, you know, the differences between the the models and, and the applications there and and the different lens and, and, uh, uh, projection types. So definitely check that out on our YouTube channel. If you haven't
0: get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix.
1: Moving on to our rack. We have a Gobi Stealth Rack. And the reason that I went with that was uh number one just because of the the capability of it strapping stuff down to it i really like the way that they're constructed they have like a tubular frame and the way that they mount to the forerunner is super solid and they have all sorts of accessories and stuff that that you can attach to those racks and they're super durable um you can you know totally walk on top of them and i mean it's it's a high quality rack you're gonna you're gonna pay some money um but having the ladder to like people are like Oh, it's two hundred dollars two hundred and fifty dollars for the just a ladder yeah well if you're spending two thousand dollars on a rack 250 what's 250 bucks on a ladder i'll tell you what that ladder is worth every penny getting up up and down to put to put stuff on the rack it's it's awesome so i would definitely recommend that you get the ladder along with the rack if you're gonna go goby like I said, we have the Stealth Rack. It has uh, mounts all the way around for lighting, um, little plate mounts and stuff. And it's also pre-wired. They put wire through the tube for you, which is awesome. So you have uh, wiring going from front to rear uh, for your lights. So you don't have to run that stuff yourself. So definitely highly recommend Gobi. Next on the list is my Aux battery system. We we're running the uh, Dometic fridge Freezer. I have the CFX-55 uh, Dometic fridge freezer, and we're running that in the rear of the truck. Um, I built a custom drawer system. I don't know if you guys have seen it in some of my previous posts, but if you thumb thumb down through our photos on Instagram, you can see the rear drawer system that I built. And the Dometic sits on a tray, a slide-out tray on top of that. And the aux battery that I've been running, i um, been using those Mighty Max batteries from uh Amazon they're 100 amp hour and they've been okay uh, they were great when we were in Big Bear and at high altitude but they're not so great down here at the river and in the desert with high temperatures so if i was to do something different at this point I'm, like a wish list would be that yellow top um battery by Optima those are really great for that and i might eventually upgrade it to that because the the last Mighty Max that i had um, was swelling and just didn't do really good with the heat out here. So, um, but yeah, I, I was running an aux battery with a National Luna um, a battery charger solenoid system, which was pretty cool. Uh, it's pretty cheap. It's like 120 bucks for this system. You can get it anywhere online, and uh, it basically charges the battery and uh, manages your your auxiliary battery so you can run a starter it keeps your starter battery charged and then as soon as that's that's done charging it switches and maintains your aux battery too and vice versa and it will open the circuit and allow charge to go to that aux battery as needed to keep it to keep it uh charged and i just ran an inverter to the back to the rear of the truck and then plug the the uh, dometic into it so that's a pretty cool system especially if you're going to be out for days on end like we are with the dometic and um you know wanting to have food good to go for, you know, weeks on end. We've, we've disappeared for, you know, two, three weeks at a time out in the wilderness. And and uh, it's been great. Just hook solar panel stuff to it and maintain the battery charge and stuff. And and um, yeah, so that's kind of what I did with the aux battery system. Um, that's in the front, uh, under the hood in the front on the passenger side in the rear. I was able to build like a little custom mount for it. So I don't have to spend a bunch of money to buy one. And that worked out really good. And then just on top of the fuse box on the Forerunner is where I mounted the uh, National Luna solenoid and and a a fuse block there. And then right behind that, another thing that I have under the hood is the ARB compressors. And those things are godsends. I use that thing all the time. I mean, just for filling up bike tires and things around here when we're out, you know, um, going for walks with the kids, the stroller tires or whatever bike tires out and out and about. Um, and you know, obviously it's, it's mainly meant for, you know, off-roading and, and it's great to have that, that, uh, option there when you're out on the trail and you need to air up or, or whatever, after, you know, airing your tires down, I usually run my tires down about 15 to 20 PSI and we're doing off-roading and, and, uh, rock crawling, out here. Um, and it's nice to just pull up to the, uh, staging area afterwards and fill right up and hit the highway. So the ARB compressors are great. I have the single manifold, the dual manifolds are cool. And you know, the honestly, my brother-in-law has the dual manifold and I haven't really noticed any more time or any last time between the two. Uh, I just stuck with a single manifold, but you you know, that's my humble opinion. You, You can have your own, but yeah, the ARB stuff is rad. Uh, in conjunction with the, the stuff that we have inside the, the truck, um, as far as, you know, the winching and recovery gear, um, we have the, uh, action tracks, recovery ramps. And then in conjunction with that, I use step 22 recovery straps for everything. The non-dynamic recovery straps, those, um, I think they're called kinetic straps. Those things are pretty rad. There's a guy on YouTube, think he's called mountain mat, uh, off-road recovery or something. It's pretty awesome. He uses those dynamic recovery strap, uh, the kinetic ones, and those are pretty rad. I might end up getting one of those. Definitely check that out if you haven't. So yeah, those are some of the recovery, um, systems that I use. Like I said, I've never, really used the strap yet. Um, I have used my recovery ramps up in Lake Tahoe in the spring when the snow's still out on the trails and stuff. There was one, one, uh, section of this trail up towards, uh, Kirkwood and we were up there with some friends and, and they got stuck and definitely had to use them then. And they worked great. And I've had to use them since in other places where mainly there's been snow. I haven't had to use them where there's been any sand or mud yet, but the snow Uh, they work great. And uh, I highly recommend having those on your rig. Just another, you know, peace of mind item, like a winch and straps and stuff just to know like, Hey, I'm out here. You know, it's like having to carry an extra fuel with you. You're, you're, you're out there and you, you know, you can have peace of mind knowing that if something happens that you don't have to worry. You've got that stuff. And and if you know what you're doing, you know how to use it, you'll be good to go. Another item that we have added to the Forerunner, which obviously for overlanding is a rooftop tent. I had the Smittybilt XL, the Overlander XL for a long time, had some issues with with the seams and stuff and Velcro and just kind of, you know, everybody says, you know, Smittybilt's low end. And I would say that that is a low end product. I don't know what they've done since then to upgrade them. I haven't seen the latest one. I know that we we did a video of the overhang, like awning, um collapsing in the rain and I built this like frame out of out of PVC pipe and I think they saw it because not even a couple months later they came out with that option for one of their new tents and so that's a must uh to have that frame inside that awning uh to keep it from collapsing cuz that sucks man um but I you know had a couple issues with that Smittybilt but man we spent 200 nights in that thing so That being said, it it did pretty good. I have upgraded to to a Tapui. I really, really like the Tapui tents and and the quality of those tents. We got one, uh, the same size tent, got rid of the Smittybilt, got a Tapui with the Annex, which hangs down below it and gives you an extra room down there, which is rad. So the Tapuis are made really good. I would highly recommend checking them out. That's our our rooftop tent that we're running currently. Um, As far as tires, I run the Falcon wild peak Mt the mud trains I used the all trains as well on on certain uh trucks but I went from the all trains to the mud trains this time and I honestly have to tell you that I I wish I would have gone with the all trains the all trains wear a little bit better than the mud trains do the mud trains have kind of uh, began to cup a little bit and they're a little bit noisy but the last set that I had was the all trains and man they were great and they lasted a ton of time i mean they were so good and i was absolutely blown away at how how much tread that i had left after so many miles they never got noisy never had any issues with them going flat they were awesome so i highly recommend falcon falcon tires is a really great brand and they're not expensive they're not like your toyos or your name brand like bfg and stuff they are a great tire so the falcon wild peak series is what we use and I swear by those things. Like I said I got my family with me out in the Miller you know the middle of the wilderness and I want something that's going to be reliable and the Falcon tires have been have been that exactly. The next on my list is radios. We have a relationship now with Midland Radio. They have the GMRS uh, products and I've been super stoked on the quality of their product and the reliability, the distance in transmission has been awesome with the um, the micro mobiles. Um, the handhelds they've been getting better and better, and the 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 last set that we got um, have been the best so far. I think they're like a 38 mile um, line of sight distance, and we use them up at the property a lot. We have 40 acres, and it's kind of like a rectangle, so you can be on one end and be on the other, and and have completely clear text. Uh, clear signal. It's awesome. So definitely check out midlandusa.com. They have all sorts of awesome products on there and different applications for whatever you need. The X talker radios, I highly recommend those. And the micro mobile, the new one, the 500 is awesome. And I can't wait to install the new one I just got. I have the micro mobile 275 and it's been great also, but the 500 is, is uh, like 50 miles I think it's the, uh, highest wattage that's available to civilians, uh, as far as transmission and receive it's, it's awesome. So check that out. GMRS radios. They're kind of like, um, uh, middle ground between like CB and ham. You have to have a license to operate them. It's like 70 bucks a year. It's not a big deal. Um, and, uh, yeah, those are at midlandusa.com for, additional radios. We have the Cobra, 75 uh, WX radio for CB. You know, if, if someone that's with us doesn't have a Midland, but you know what? I also carry the Midland handhelds. And uh, to be honest with you guys, I haven't even used the Cobra that much since we got the Midland set up. Uh, if at all, I just hand the person that's with us or people who are with us, the handhelds that I have for the Midland, the GMRS, because I know how reliable they are. And, and uh, I just go that route. So yeah, definitely, have to say the gmrs radios are are the way to go i have a dash mount that i just put on if you guys saw the video that i posted on youtube um it's from ics fabrication made for the forerunner they have a bunch of different applications for a bunch of different vehicles but the ics fabrication is an awesome product they're super super robust and just made really well super easy to mount and what I like about it is you can just attach all sorts of things to it. Your iPad, your iPhone, uh, there's, you know, all the different RAM mounts. And ICS actually makes all their own mounts now, like the RAM products. And they're awesome. I, I I, love them. They have cell phone chargers that you can hook up, little USB chargers that are like 4.5 amps, I believe. So they charge really quick. And highly recommend that. It's ICS-FAB.com to check them out. So get over there and let them know that we sent you. You'll be stoked with the dash mounts that they provide. The the other mod i've got three more mods really um the only things that we've done to the forerunner remaining on my list here are rock lights uh rigid rock lights i did those all the way around the truck and along the bottom where the sliders are and what's rad about that is i tied it into the dome light circuit so when you hit unlock on your key fob uh, for your truck the dome light you know comes on slowly like it fades in fades out and I hooked those rock lights to that so in the middle of the night when you're walking to the truck you can see if there's any wiggly sticks around the truck which is rad and you can set those those rock lights up so they're hooked to the dome the uh, dome circuit and on a circuit where they can just always be on if you're x 4 or whatever I just have mine hooked to the dome circuit that's what I use them for and they work really good so those are also by Rigid they're really good quality lights they've taken a beating and like I said, I've had no problems, and you get what you pay for. The other modification, oh man, probably the most important one as far as safety with the forerunners for me and my family. And I found this while living in Big Bear. Toyota has this uh anti-lock brake traction system that kicks in automatically based on roll sensors and In Big Bear, if you're driving like me, you know the roads and stuff. You're driving a little bit above the speed limit or whatever, or you're, you know, even the speed limit in certain spots. You come around these corners, the roads like off camber a little bit. The roll sensors detect that you have, uh, you know, too much G-force and roll, and it will automatically initiate the AR the uh, ARB the ABS braking system, and it will lock up the front left or front right uh, breaks and pull you into traffic. I have, (laughs) I've found this to happen like numerous times to me. And I, I, it's really super scary. And I do not like a computer deciding what needs to be done. You keep seeing all these new vehicles and they have like, Oh, automatic braking. And blah, blah, blah. Like the Teslas and all these, these cars. I don't like having a computer telling me how to drive my car. So there's no way to disable the ABS system in the forerunner. You they say, well, hold down the ABS button, the the traction system button for five seconds. It doesn't work. Um, it will disable it for a period of time, but I want it disabled completely knowing that's not going to kick back on. So, uh, this is my disclaimer. You do this at your own risk. Um, I went to Toyota and talked to one of their techs over there and I'm going to leave them unnamed because I don't want to get them in trouble, but they told me how to modify the ABS system and make it so that that ABS traction system does not come on. And, uh, it's a wiring thing that you do. And, uh, I made a little switch. It's called ABS death trap. (laughs) <laughs> on my dash, and I just turn it on and off as as I need to, as I want to. And usually, I just leave it off. But if you're interested in doing that modification, you have a foreigner, a third gen foreigner. Uh, let me know, and um, I'll let you know how to do it. I'm not going to say it over the podcast, but super, super easy, and very, very effective, and makes driving those things way safer um, in those search, those situations where you want to have complete control of your vehicle and not have a computer deciding uh, where it's going. The only other modification that I've done on that 4Runner to date is simple. Just a K&N air filter. Those things are awesome. You just take them out and clean them with some you know, light detergent every now and then and soapy water and, and uh, re-oil them. And they last really long and they're really, really tough and they do a great job. I have not really seen you know a huge difference in horsepower gains, but there, it definitely uh, you can definitely feel the truck running stronger uh, when those things are nice and clean and, and operating as they should. So Canon makes a great product. I highly recommend that. The cold air intake systems, I don't know. I've had some of those before and I uh, had them on my tundra and uh, I don't know. It, I don't really think it does much other than just makes things louder. Um, did not really see a huge gain in in gas mileage or or uh horses but anyways the the k and n air filter just by itself is great so I had one other discussion item that <laughs> a wish list basically if if i if money was no object and there was you know uh, the ability to do so. The additional things that I would do to the Forerunner at this point is a rear bumper, the C4 fabrication rear bumper that they make with the swing away tire mount. Those things are absolutely bitching. I love those things and I wish that I had the money to buy one because I would. C4 actually uh, invited me to to be an ambassador for them, but I think even at the ambassador rate, I still couldn't afford to get one of those bumpers for my truck right now. And so I haven't even wasted my time yet, because I, you know, it's it would be embarrassing to like sign up as an ambassador and and then be like, Yeah, I can't afford to even buy that. But I, if like I said, if money was no object, I would definitely get one of those rear bumpers. They're just really cool. They they add that that look and feel to the truck, and they're really functional. Keeps that tire from underneath your vehicle, and you know, so gives you more room, more clearance underneath in the rear. Um, And also, they have like fold down tables and and rotopax mounts, and you know, the the fuel can mounts and stuff for them, and they're just sweet. So that's what I would do for the rear, uh, rear side of the truck. As far as additional mods, I would definitely get the offset method rims. I had a deal going with method for a while, but, uh, they just weren't willing to, um, give us, you know, any, any deals on, on the rims that, that worked for us. And honestly, I just couldn't afford to buy a full set of rims and it just wasn't really worth it to me. But like I said, if money was no object, I would definitely get offset rims to make my stance a little bit wider on the foreigner and just get those, those tires out from underneath the, the, uh, the um, wheel wells a little bit. Another thing that I would add is the ARB awning. They have an 8.2 foot awning with lights. That's super cool. I had the Smitty built one and I liked it. The Smitty built one was okay. Uh, I made a mistake and gave it away with the, with the Tundra when I sold the Tundra and I would definitely get another one. But if I was t- to get another one, it would be the ARB. So definitely check those out. Those are rad. Um, like I discussed before the yellow top battery for the ox battery, just because of temperatures and, and extremes, those are just a really robust battery to use out here in these temperatures. And, and, um, I would definitely put one of those in there. Those are super expensive too, like 350 bucks for a battery. So, um, And as far as fuel cans, I would definitely get better fuel cans. I've been using the Rota packs for a long time. <clears throat> and uh, I like the Rota packs, They're a great concept, and I use them every single week, multiple times a week, unlike most people. And what I found is the rubber gaskets for those things that they put on the spouts are absolute crap. They don't, they don't last. They leak the, the packs expand when they get hot and those seals don't do crap for you. And I've, I've had fuel leak all over my cars and, uh, I hate them. So, um, if packs would fix their spout problem, their seal problem, figure that out, that would be the most bitching product ever for fuel, uh, extra fuel cans. And, you know, um, additional fuel for your vehicle when you're out. But, uh, I've been thinking about going Jerry cans. I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but I really like the, the low profile, uh, ability. Um, you know, the, the, the rotor packs are just a great product. They just got to figure that out. But if I, uh, if I could, I would, I would upgrade to something else that wouldn't leak all over my vehicle. And you know, if someone made something that was low profile and, and worked just as well and didn't leak, man, that'd be awesome. So if you haven't, uh, get out there and build that for me, would you? Anyways, uh, that's about it for today. Um, I'm going to start doing interviews. The next couple uh, podcasts are going to be interviews of some awesome people that we know and uh, you know, people involved in the Overland community. And I'm stoked. I can't wait to get them on here and do that again. That's super fun. And just uh, bring some more uh, content that's a little different and a little bit better, uh, you know, information for some things and a little bit different perspective for other things. So anyways, hope you guys have a great, great rest of the week and I'm going to get out of here. All right. We'll see you later.
0: Thursdays with Saltwater Experience, brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.
1: I'm Will Cooper, host of Huntstand's Make Your Mark podcast. For even more content, be sure to watch the original films from Huntstand Presents on the Waypoint TV channel every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Visit
0: waypointtv.com to learn more.